Hi, my name's Lyle Hooley, and I'm here on behalf of the uh, church at Mana Christian Ohana. This is a midweek message for uh, Wednesday, July 27th. You know, I'm not very good at this, so I hope uh, the technicalities of me sitting in front of this little iPad and talking into it is not going to hinder you from hearing what I would like to share. Uh, I became a Christian in July of 1964. That was, uh, this month makes 58 years. And that's the best thing that happened in my life. I, 58 years uh, is not a long time when it comes to eternity, but it's it's a long time when it comes to a person's lifetime. And I was 11 years old. Um, but I want to tell a, a story that we can read in the Old Testament in Genesis. I'm sitting here in my kitchen studio, so this is, this is a pretty classy uh, background. Uh, bear with me. Genesis 24, and this is a story about Abraham finding a wife for his son. And it's a, probably a very familiar story of how he sent his, his servant, Eliezer, back to the land where he came from to find a wife for Isaac because um, he did not want one of the Canaanite women to be part of what God promised for him. The reason I want to tell this story is not because I am a good storyteller, but I saw some parallels in what happens when God gives us a mission and what happened when Eliezer went on this mission to to get the wife for Isaac. And um, so I'm only going to I'm only going to read just a few verses as we go through this. But if you don't know the story, read the the 24th chapter of Genesis because it's it's an awesome love story. Um, but it's also an awesome story of, of how God leads us, and it's, it's no different than what happens to us today. But I'm going to take about an hour-long story and condense it into, hopefully, into about 10 minutes. Abraham, it was right after his wife Sarah had passed, and Abraham uh, Isaac must have been between 30 and 40 years old, according to the age that he gave for his mom um, was when she passed away. And Abraham said uh, to his servant to swear to not get a wife from Canaan, but to go to this land where he came from. And and uh, so the servant, of course, wanted to know what what's going to happen if I get there and they don't want to send a, a, a woman, one of their daughters back with me. And um, there's a lot of details, but Abraham said, just don't, um, 
Just don't get a wife other than from my family. So he gave Eleazar 10 camels. He put lots of substance on these camels. They were all loaded down. Uh, maybe it was for food for their travel. I think it was probably at least a month's travel to get to where Abraham was from. And Eliezer went um, I'm going to go to verse, uh, verse 10. He says, Then the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels loaded with all kinds of goods from the master. And he set out in for uh, Aram Neharim. And that was the town where his brother Nahor was, he had the camels kneel down near the well outside of town. Now this is, this is one thing that is a key part to this story. Verse 12 says, Then he prayed, Lord God of my master Abraham, make me successful today. Show kindness to my master. Eliezer was very faithful to Abraham. See, I am standing here beside this spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be, this is his prayer, may it be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink. And she says, drink and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one that you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Look at the beginning of verse 15. It says, before he had finished praying, Rebecca, she came out with a jar on her shoulder. Um, I don't have to read all of this, but he, she, he said that to Rebecca, please, may I have a drink? And it was not uh, weird for a stranger to ask someone who had a pitcher of water um, if, he, if he could have a drink. So she let him have a drink. She said, oh, let me water your camels too. It was exactly what he had prayed. And while she was watering the camels, that, that's in, um, in, in verse 20, she emptied her jar into the trough and ran back to the well to draw more water. She drew enough for all his camels. And verse 21 says, Without saying a word, the man watched her closely and learned to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. So Eliezer had put that fleece out before the Lord and then he waited on the Lord. He waited on the Spirit while this task was being performed just to confirm that, that God was in this. So he, he went and got some jewels and gave them to Rebecca and said, um, whose daughter are you? And do you have room in your, in your house that I could lodge tonight? And uh, so 
Rachel took off, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing again, but Rachel took off and she went and told her mom, she told her brother Laban. Um, and so Laban, he comes back with her to the well to, to check this guy out who's given his sister these jewels. And, and uh, he was all impressed that here's this guy, wealthy guy, looking for uh, looking for a wife for um, his cousin or uncle or whoever he is um, and he said yeah come on home we got we got uh, straw and we will take care of you this impressed me now so the man in verse 32 it says that the man went to the house the camels were unloaded Straw and fodder were brought for the camels and water for him and his, and his men to wash their feet. Then the food was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Me, after a, a journey like he had, I'd see food and I'd say, okay, we can talk later. I'm, I'll, I'll, oh, this looks good. But... Eliezer wasn't like that. He he was very focused. He and he so he, Laban says, "Well, say on, tell your story." So he rehearsed exactly what had happened. That Abraham wanted a, a, a wife for his, his son, and that Isaac had all of Abraham's riches and and wealth, and. He also told them about the prayer that he prayed and what Rebecca had done. And let's see if I can find the verse that says uh, he got to the end of what he was what he was saying. Okay, verse forty nine says, "Now, if you will show me kindness and faith, or if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me." And if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. He had a mission, and he was so focused on his mission, and and he gave his testimony of... So Eliezer was obviously a believer in the Lord, too, because he, he was into this um, task that Abraham had given him. And... Laban and Bethuel, which was Rachel's dad, answered him. This is verse 50. It says, this is from the Lord. We cannot say nothing to you one way or the other. They, I don't, I don't know what their history was, but they were in line with what the Holy Spirit or what God's spirit had done so far on this trip. They said, we cannot argue with this. This is this thing is from God. So then they sat down and ate together and they stayed the night. And they got up the next morning and, uh, and Eliezer said, send me on my way to my master. This is, that's the end of verse 54. Well, okay, I'll read that. Then he and the men who were with him ate, <clears throat> ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, 
He said, send me on my way to my master. But the brother and her mother replied, let the young woman remain with us 10 days or so, then you may go. So they were, they said, slow it down. Let's, let's slow down here a notch. And we want to, we want to love our daughter, our sister. We want to, whatever. And, and uh, Eliezer stuck to his guns and he said, do not detain me. Now the Lord has granted success to my journey. Send me on my way that I may go to my master. So verse 57, they said, let's call the young woman and ask her. So they call Rebecca and ask her, will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So here's what I wanted to make a parallel with the things that we do that God puts in, in our path and our task. Um, first of all, Abraham trusted the Lord to find a daughter for his, for, for his son. Um, no, to find a daughter-in-law. He, 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 wanted, he wanted a wife for Isaac, and he trusted the Lord. That's why he sent Eliezer on the mission. And he spoke wisely to his servant. Sometimes we have to communicate with someone that we're with to accomplish something that the Lord wants to happen. God wants us to, like Abraham did, to speak wisely and not just think that we can just throw something out there. He had some wisdom from the Lord. Then he backed it up with the substance that he loaded on the camels. His, it, sometimes it, it takes an investment. When God tells us to do something, we, we don't just, you know, halfway commit to go do it. Sometimes it costs us um, an investment and God wants us to provide substance to make whatever he has called us to do, make it happen. Hope you're tracking with this. But that's um, Eliezer followed the Lord's leading to the right town. So he was no slouch in traveling. I, I don't know how many times. They would have gone all the way north and then turned and gone east down through the Babylonian, all the, the places they had to go to find this town. But Eliezer was committed to go where Abraham had told him to go. And what really blessed me was that when he got there and he made his camels kneel down, he humbled his heart and he prayed. He he got went all the way there, and he said, he, he didn't just beat around the bush. He said, God, I want you to answer my prayer and to honor my master with an answer. And the fact that before he was finished praying, God sent the answer to his prayer is like, wow. Um, I've had that happen before. I've been on my knees asking for something 
and that I've been waiting for for weeks and months and the phone rang and it's kind of like God was just waiting for me to get to that point where I would actually say the prayer to him and I would bow my knee to him. Um, so then after after he got his fleece, uh, that, that's Gideon's story, but he put that sign, he asked God for the sign. And even after he got the sign, he watched Rebecca dumping the water into the trough time after time until 10 thirsty camels had enough to drink. He, was, he wanted God to confirm and not just um, haphazard uh, answer to prayer. So that is a that's a good thing that God, when when He um, trusts us to do a mission for Him, I think He wants us to walk soft and and to confirm things that that He's saying to us. <clears throat> um, Eliezer. You can tell how focused he was. Maybe he went in the house and took his sandals off and washed his feet, but he was not going to sit down and eat or break bread with these people until he had told them why he was there and and explained his mission. And sometimes that's what God wants us to do to share our testimony and to share our the reason that we have for, um, you know, our concern for somebody else's soul, or if if we're asked to help someone, tell them tell them what God's doing in your life, and and tell them your mission. Then also I saw another thing is very important when he spoke what the Lord's answer was, I don't know the the spiritual condition of Bethuel or Laban. He, he turned out to be kind of a jerk later on when, when um, Jacob came back and got a wife of his daughters. But I don't know their condition, but they could not argue. They could not contest what Eliezer was saying. They just said, this thing is of the Lord. We cannot speak either way. It's like God's saying it, and it's obvious that this needs to, or this is going to happen. So the Holy Spirit bears witness of itself. And I don't suppose in the Old Testament you could describe it as that it was the Holy Spirit, but it was God's Spirit that was leading them, the, the faith that Abraham had. So anyway, it's God's spirit. Then what happened next is very typical of, of how things happen with us too. There's always little distractions that come up and try to block the way that we're going. Um, the distraction was the, the mom and Laban said the next morning, oh, give us some time. Let, you know, we, we need some time together. We, you know, our daughter, just to think about her leaving. And anyway, it was a distraction. And it tries 
that kind of thing tries to sidetrack us from doing God's plan. We need a clear focus. We we need um, we need God to just give us clear direction, and we need to stick to our guns. Um, we need to stay focused on God's plan, and just like Eliezer, he will bless our journey, whatever our journey is. If uh, if it's something that uh, a, a, a task that God gives us, He's going to bless our journey when we stay focused. We stay close to the Lord. He He stays close to us. And that's, uh, that's something that we all learn as believers. The closer we get to the Lord, the more that that we experience his grace and goodness. Um, and that's what I wanted to share about that. I know it's an old story, but it's a precious story. And when the Lord started showing me those parallels, I that that's what I decided I wanted to try to communicate and share with you guys. And I hope that the things that God puts in your path, you embrace them and go forward. Don't shy away from something that the Lord's asked you to do because he'll bless you to go through with it. He, We're only here for a short time. And, and you know... Uh, I'm already to the place where the all the years that God's promised, three score and ten years for me, and so I don't know what I got for the rest of my life, but I'm gonna I'm gonna um, you know get the best out of it, and and when God speaks something to us, I think He wants us to to not to sit on it, but to share it. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.